The Soft Spread TV podcast is intended for mature audiences due to strong language and adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. Gentlemen, I've been doing a great deal of research. Oh, uh, we are live. So, yeah, yeah, live. Yeah, so how are you doing? I'm good, man. That's good. I'm glad you're here today. Me too. I fucking I had nothing else to do. They, I'm currently working on a new job, and I came in today. I shouldn't even fucking came in. They're all like, I came in. I only did like a few things, oil changes, stuff like that. And they're all like, oh, we got nothing else for you to deliver. So... You can go home. I was like, it's <laughs> ten o'clock. I got, I got, I got a family to feed. I got fifteen kids to feed. Is this? Uh, I'm just like bummed out about it. Like, I like the job. It's cool and all, but like, I need a job that pays a lot. You know? Yeah, I feel you. Yeah, but you know, podcasting. But, podcasting. You know, maybe I can do a full time podcaster, or just like can go and chatterbait and just jerk off in front of a camera. Oh, dude, that'd be a great. Have job. you been to chatterbait? I've checked it out, um, but I've never participated in any of the jerks. Well, you don't have to participate. I'm talking about, like, watch the videos, the live webcams. But I have watched one of Free the Free pussy all around. <laughs> but, yeah, it'd be nice if we could podcast and you not look up my phone. I'm trying to find the article I found. What article? So I found this article because, like, today you and I both manned up and we, we read the oh, Toolbox shit. Killer transcripts. Yeah. And they were really terrible. That was really bad. But I found this other article that talked about other FBI transcripts that they had of shit like you would not fucking believe. Damn, FBI is dark. Yeah, they're fucking DC dark. Oh, um, DC dark part two? Yeah. Damn. So, I mean, I can elaborate. I can't find the article right now, but I can elaborate on some of them. Yeah, we'll just breeze through it real fast. Yeah, so, like, one of the ones that really uh, piqued my interest was uh, they were bugging Martin Luther King. Really? Yeah, and they were trying to like trying to fucking destroy him, destroy his reputation, so he couldn't do anything. Um, and they felt that it was necessary because he was trying to create change yeah, in the United yeah, States, obviously for everybody. Yeah. Um, which is great, but what they did was the FBI did this thing where they took, uh, I guess Martin Luther King was like out having sex with people <gasps> while he was married, but they went and spliced. A bunch of audio of him having sex um, up to him even asking a man to have sex. No. Yeah. And I, I don't know. That could all be hearsay. I don't want to like discredit anybody or like make Martin Luther King out to be a bad guy because I'm not. Yeah. But that was one of the things that they had. Um, wow, they, the FBI is really fucky. The FBI have transcripts of like bugging Kennedy. Um, one that really got me though was didn't they bug like Richard Nixon too as well? I think so, yeah. yeah. And that's how they got him for the whole Watergate scandal. Yeah. Um, one of the ones that uh, got me, um, I can't remember. It was the the shooting that just happened in Florida. I can't remember what they classify the shooting as, but 
Six weeks prior to that, uh, someone who was affiliated or who knew the person that ended up killing the 17 people, yeah, sadly, um, they had called six weeks prior to the FBI hotline and were like, this person's coming in. They're going to hurt people. They're going to kill people. You guys need to do something. And the FBI admitted it, it. Somebody made a mistake. And if they had forwarded it to the Miami yeah. Department of the FBI, it would have never happened. Yeah. Which is super fucking sad because you think if someone's going to like come out and be like, uh, someone's going to kill people. You got to do something gonna, about it. They got to do something about it. Another one that blew my mind was, uh, so before 9-11, in 93, yeah. there was a van bombing at the Trade Center. Mm-hmm. Um, they had undercover FBI inform like undercover FBI agents, like participating in it because they were trying to crack down and get these guys yeah. from doing it. And they had them bugged and everything. They were listening to everything, and it still happened. Still happened. Still happened. Uh, seven people died, including a pregnant lady. Damn. Um, yeah, it was really rough, and they could have stopped it. Yeah, and you know uh, that's where the conspiracy comes in. Like maybe half of the stuff, you know, the related shootings and you know 9/11 kind of steps into their yeah. conspiracy thing. That like, um, it could be just all planned out, like for like, you know, like how they say that 9/11 it was a uh, a planned event. Yeah, you yeah. know, like with the what they say, like there was like bombs in the trade center and they blew up in, in segments so that's yeah. why it came went down so straight you know like what they when they demolition a building right and the i-beams yeah and cut at an angle which yeah is what they do when they put explosives yeah in. and then like you know it brought yeah it it, it accomplished what they needed in, in a way where it brought every it brought everyone together as americans uh, into you know into a into one yeah one great nation and then, of course, it gave us, it gave them an excuse to go, to, know, war. go to war again, right. which we've been to war since like eight years now. It's, eight, I think it's longer than nine, that. Not ten years? I, I don't know. It's two thousand two thousand two. Yeah, they started. So. I think it was. Yeah, so September. So. Yeah, it was like two thousand two. They were putting. I mean, like, I mean, it was it was a tragedy. I mean, when yeah. I first saw it on TV, because um, I remember getting ready for school that day. And uh, I was and I was getting my Jero TC uniform on. Yep. And I saw it on TV, and I thought it was just an action movie. Yeah. And I was like, oh, there must there must be like a action movie. It's kind of weird to have an action movie on this this early. I didn't think anything of it. And I went to school. No one was talking about it on the bus. You know, it was whatever. As soon as I got to school, everyone seemed kind of glum, like sad. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? And I went down to my Jero TC class, and that's where I saw the whole thing of this event happening and i was yeah. like holy shit this is fucking crazy are right. you serious and um but it's just it, it, it's a it's a different when you talk conspiracies about that kind of level where our own government is creating different events to you know to go excuse to go to war right. or or for the mass shooting that's been happening lately uh, and the media really trying to push that again with the Joker movie saying yeah. that it's going to do something. It's going to cause a mass shooting and it, nothing happened. Right. Um, well, that it, was that was actually fake media. That yeah. Was fake news. But yeah. But media. like but like it, it's like there, it's like their agenda, like a lot of conspiracy conspirators, con- conspirators, conspirators believe that those mass shootings and they're all planned in advance so that they have an excuse to take away our rights for owning guns. Right. I meant I have a gun. I practice gun safety, you mm-hmm. know. 
I've taught my wife to gun safety. You know, it's all about just, you know, you got to learn how your weapon works and for and learn the safety and rules right. and everything. You don't keep it loaded. You know, you don't. That's how people hurt themselves. Well, you know? with the great words of uh, Joe LaJoey, guns don't kill people. Uh-uh. I Pe- kill people. Whoa. With guns. Whoa. Um, but I mean, but that's, yeah, that's, that's what I'm just saying. Like, it's a very, very... Uh, it's this conspiracy I don't really dive into because it's just so it goes down a rabbit hole you don't want to go down yeah it's and it's sick and it's tragic basically um the thing about it though is like there's been shit happening like that for a long time like World War II like we weren't even going to get into it right, it's either World War One or World War Two. I can't remember but we weren't going to get into it I think it was World War One. so things are happening in Europe lots of problems America was like unless Something big happens, we're not going to get into it. But right. Politicians wanted to get into it. So um, there was this boat yeah. going over lines, enemy lines, and it, w- and it was actually like full of passengers and ammunition. Yeah, I heard about that one. Yeah. And they were, they were like, if you shoot this boat down, if you sink this boat, we're coming after you. We're, yeah. we're going to join the war. And that was done apparently done purposefully to get... To get the war started. To get the war started with America in it. Wow. You so you don't you don't think it was uh, I think it was a, a German sub that sunk it right I believe. Yeah, I think I think it was or it was a German battleship. Oh man. Um. Anyway, so back to the whole um pa- past the the shooting thing. Yeah. Um. I was talking to my wife about the whole Joker movie and about all this controversy and how some people are saying it's racist, which is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it's set in the 90s. Or it's set in the 80s. 80s, sorry, 80s. But Joker only shoots white people, rich white people. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Racism, I think not. And a lot of people are saying, like, it's going to cause, like, we're already a fractured people. But but what the crazy thing about it is is that people are saying, reason why they're saying it's racist because he shot white people is because there's an actual story in New York of a dude that shot these three white people that yeah. were rich, yeah. just like Joker did. And, um, you know, he claimed self-defense, and a lot of people rallied together because, yeah. you know, they were in the same situation like in the movie, you know. Um, they were poor, you know. The poor of part of town in New York was, you know, they are they're being shit, lack of a better word, being shit on yeah. by the... Um, higher upper class and yeah. and um, this and that's where kind of but that guy ended up being an actual racist in, in the end because oh, sure. uh, they had recordings of him saying you know stuff about you know African Americans and other races besides these people and people kind of backed away on it and helped Damn. him out but I could see I could see some people getting some the wrong ideas yeah that so the point my wife brought up is so now nowadays everything is so technologically driven Mm. kids have phones everyone is like constantly glued to your screen and she says the problem is is because people are like that they're not getting taught the proper way to be empathetic yeah there's a lack of empathy and she says that's the reason why or she said that could be the reason why this could spawn things because people without empathy can't rationalize like so say like you stubbed your toe yeah me being empathetic and your friend i'd be like oh shit are you okay yeah sorry that happened blah 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 i'd feel for you because i like i can relate i know what it's like but when you get a a person who's not empathetic into a situation where they could do something like that yeah just like 
it's almost kind of like they're going and searching to see what it feels like. Yeah, and that's why you know, I've taught Azalea, my my little one, um, you know, empathy. Yeah. You know, and stuff like that, and she realizes that if someone gets hurt, you help them out. You know? Yeah. And I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. But yeah, I've it's kind of crazy that like the technology, uh, technological aspect of uh, of where we're going with everything, like. Because my, my, my little one, she has her tablet. And, yeah. you know, it's constant entertainment all right. the time. You with know, everything like, being thrown at you at once. Yeah, everything. There's no break. There's no consistent break or anything. And, you know, and that's where, you know, as a parent, you got to step in and be like, hey, you know, how about you take a break from that and, you know, play with your toys that we bought you. Yeah. Go read. Go draw. Explore your imagination, you know. You don't have to have TV or anything like that. Right. I meant, like, when my daughter got in trouble one time. And I took away her Xbox yeah. and her iPad and her phone, and she kind of flipped out. Yeah. You know, and I told her, I'm like, she goes, give me back my stuff. And I was like, those aren't your stuff. That is not your stuff. I bought these for you to have. Yeah. So it's not yours. There will be your stuff when you use your own money when yeah. you get a job. And she understood that, and she understood what I meant. And she just laid in her room. She didn't know what to do. But after a few hours, I saw her playing with her toys and, you know, you know, doing whatever as a, what a kid does. Right. And a couple of days, it was like a whole month long um, grounding. Right. And a couple of days went into it and she came up to me and she goes, hey, dad. I'm like, yeah, I just want to say thank you. I didn't, I didn't realize how much I needed my ex. I didn't need my Xbox or Dang. anything like that. And I was like, fuck, fuck, proud parent. Well, that's the thing. It's like uh, because of technology, people are learning less to actually communicate with each other yeah and that like the empathy thing shows because like when as you know sometimes when you get text messages you're like what the fuck yeah because you can't read you can't read emotions yeah yeah and that's where the empathy empathy goes out the window and uh it's definitely an epidemic it is i mean don't get me wrong nothing wrong with technology no not at all i mean i'm liking the easy pace of it i'm liking the um you know, you can have radio anywhere, you know, right. I mean, if you're sick, you have your phone or your TV. That's already smart. You don't have to get a device for it. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's it, you just got to be more responsible with technology. It's, con- it's convenient. Yeah, that's it's very it convenient. But you have. Yeah, you definitely have to be responsible with it. If not, if you don't take responsibility with it. We're going to invent a massive AI and they're going to and the AI is going to become self-aware and then they're going to create machines and then those machines will destroy humanity. Thus begins the dark times of human, hu- the human race. Right. Or the blowjob robots. Or the blowjob robots. Come kill us all. Yeah. Suck us to death. Suck, like a succubus. Succubus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I, I've, been, I've been listening to a lot of shit on uh, like lore and like supernatural stuff. And uh-huh. we just did our spoopy podcast, and which is coming out soon. Yep. Um, I hope everyone enjoys it. But I was thinking about it and like. Um, it's kind of weird. My daughters always ask me, they ask me all the time, like, do you believe in fairies? Do you believe in mermaids? Blah, blah, blah. And, and like, you got to say yes because uh, they're kids. And I, I mean, actually, I kind of do. Really? Yeah, because the ocean's unexplored. Mm-hmm. There could very well be aquatic living, like, humanoid creatures down there. The lost city of Atlantis. But that's where it... With a hot Jason Momoa. Yeah. <laughs> that's where it gets me because, um... Sailors used to think that manatees were mermaids. Yeah. And there were all these stories of men sleeping with mermaids or sirens or whatever. And they I'm fuck like, a manatee. I'm like, 
I don't even think a drunk sailor would have been like, that uh, looks like a lady. I'm going to fuck that thing. Yar. <laughs> Yar. Uh, so <laughs> the whole, like, manatees being fucking mermaids thing, like, I don't see it. You don't see it? No. I mean. They look like fucking uh, aquatic Wilford Brimley. <laughs> Dog murders. Dog murders. I'm gonna fuck that. <laughs> Yar. Oh god, I gotta get my dick in that. Um, yeah. So I mean, like, I like. There's lots of like other cultures that believe in those things. You know, there is a there is a there is a thing. Um, my old coworker, my he's a uh, Vietnam veteran. He Mark, his name I forgot his last name, but Mark. He told me that um, he believe he doesn't he believes in. Like Odin, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, all that stuff. And he told me that uh, there was magic in the world of, mm-hmm. of. I'm just gonna say it. There was magic in the world of men, mm-hmm. but um, as ages went on, and they were being, he told me that they were being hunted and being extinct. And so Merlin was the one who saved them, and he, he, he's the one who created the Stonehenge. And the Stonehenge, he told me that it's a portal. Yeah, he made. Mer, he said Mer, Merlin moved the stone hedges to where they were because remember they were at one point at some time. Yeah, and he mo- they, they, were, they were moved, and he told me that Merlin did that, opened a rift and and opened a rift and uh, got all the magical creatures, unicorns, all that kind of stuff into the portal of this new realm where magic is at, and then he himself went in there, and thus magic was gone from our world. Shit. That's, I was like, no fucking way. That's pretty fucking deep. I, I could solidly actually believe it. I was like, holy shit, yeah. Mark. You know, I was like, damn, dude. That's, you know, I, I was young and I was, I'm like, that sounds pretty legit. Yeah. I, mean, I actually uh, knew this guy, um, kind of crazy. Uh-huh. Um, I can't remember what his name is. Uh, if we ever have my friend Carlos on the show or EJ or any of them. Uh, they can tell you what his name is, but he would tell people that he was like a 2000 year old ninja, like ninja Whoa. that he had a robotic arm and yeah, huh. robotic arm and that he used to fight dragons. Uh, uh-huh. now I say he's crazy. Cause one time I was driving down the road and I'm going to stop you right there. I'm sorry. Okay. He said robotic arm and fights dragons. Yeah. Was he Finn from adventure time? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so one time I saw him and I, it just like solidified crazy. I saw him walking, like kind of like skipping and running down the side of one of the roads where there was a bunch of trees down in North Pole. Yeah. And he was like doing karate kicks and punches, like in the trees, like into the trees and stuff, just fucking around. I was like, this dude's fucking loopy. But part of me wants to believe it because one time I was driving from Fairbanks to North Pole. It's only 11 miles, uh-huh. but I saw him at the beginning of the highway to go to North Pole, passed him with my vehicle, start peeking into North Pole with my vehicle, and off to the side on the, by the overpass, because uh-huh. headed towards Ielson. Yeah. Off to the side in the overpass, there's a car wash. Uh-huh. That motherfucker is popping out of the woods on his bike to the car wash. A portal. Maybe. Or fucking... 2000 year old robot ninja oh shit yeah he fucking ninjutsu his way i over guess there. i don't know i cannot fucking explain it but like one moment at the end beginning of the highway one moment at the end of the highway it's only a 10 minute drive yeah tops 
and he fucking beat me there but that's that's not possible and it was him like i can say without a doubt it was fucking him wow in other breaking news today i was driving downtown (laughs) Uh and uh down in downtown there's this one area on cushman like as you're going down towards the bridge where it's got like all these fucking like nice metal engraved uh animals on a fence right right it's like a green fence i've seen that one yeah yeah Anyways, I saw this dude, he like walked like from around a corner from buildings and he was walking up and he was kind of like sidewalking uh-huh. and I was kind of watching him because I knew something was off about him, but he starts like throwing these weird, like these weird hip level punches at the animals <laughs> and I shit you not, like I couldn't hear him, but I could see from his mouth he was going pew, 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 every time. <laughs> I didn't punch at him. And it wasn't a full punch. It was like he'd lift his arm up to hip level. Both both hands. And then he'd rotate over with his other side and pretend to punch it. He was walking and doing that. Wow. Yeah, it was it was awesome. That's pretty damn cool, actually. I felt very um, fulfilled today because of that. There was an older guy I seen across on the street. And I meant I heard he was pretty crazy. This is when I worked for uh, Parking Authority. I'm sorry if I gave you a ticket anyone who's in Fairbanks, Alaska. <laughs> so I apologize. But um, he always wore a bowl hat and he walked around with a cane. He passed away a long time ago. Yeah. He used to walk around and um, he used to like, you know, he was crazy. Yeah. And, and um, he talked to himself a lot. And, you know, he said hi to normal people. But at some points, it was always at this corner where it was like a nook into a dark alley. But there's nothing there. I always walked past. Yeah, it. it's like that that alleyway that looks like it could be in a kung fu movie. Yeah, yeah, and I know what you're like, talking about. And then like he always walked by there and stopped, and he turned to it, and he talked, and he was just talking to someone that wasn't there. Weird. And then like he goes and he starts he he smiles and he tips his hat at them and he walks away, and I was like, and I, I got curious one time. I saw him do that. And he always stopped there, turned down the alleyway, and um, waved and made, you know, talking with his hands and stuff. And uh, he always tips his hat, and he left. And when he left around the corner, I went down. I ran over there, and I looked down. There's no one there. Right. There's nothing. Just trash. And I was like, that's just bizarre. And it just, like, it kind of makes me wonder. um, That brings back to the whole portal thing yeah. you know like maybe certain people who kind of go crazy or or like close to death or anything like that yeah unlock something in the brain what they can see and maybe it's something that he saw that he talks to every day down that down the alleyway we should try that out what like going to that alleyway and like see if we can just just talk. do just do some dmt yeah yeah fuck yeah so <laughs> I'm, wondering, I'm wondering if because like i'm wondering if kids are so open to the other side i wonder if that's because like they're like so say reincarnation is real yeah like and we just die and we like get recycled into a new body our soul goes into a new body yeah choose. uh there's a theory about that that's pretty crazy yeah that's so say, uh, and I'll let you explain it yeah. after this, but, um, so say like, because they're so close to that portion of rebirth, uh-huh. then we are being in our thirties. Yeah. Maybe that's why they're so open to it because Probably. they're right off the other side. Maybe. Okay. So theory. But, uh, as you're saying, you know, rebirth kind of thing, like, uh, I saw it on, I saw it, I think I saw, I saw it on Reddit. I was on, on creep on, uh, 
Creepypasta? Not cre creepypasta. Yeah, it was like a little. Was it creepypasta or no sleep? Yeah, it's creepypasta. Okay. Um, and what did it did have tag no sleep on there? Of course. Uh, it was um, as you die and you fade into dark and you fade into blackness. You close your eyes. Uh, they say that when you do that and you wake up, you're being born into a baby that's coming into the world. Yeah. And the reason why you're crying is because you're crying because of your past. You you remember your past life, but as you start fresh and new you kind of forget it yeah and thus begins uh why you have deja vu right yeah because like I, I remember this place but why you know right yeah it's your past life catching up to you yeah and they say like uh a lot of people think like since the soul is like eternal like that's uh like so see, see for me the soul is yeah. it, it, it's just like i don't know this is a totally way off the subject but like uh, when people say like if you put your brain in a robot body you're not the same person no no but you are that's the problem it's the like because the to me the soul what makes you you and makes that person that person is the brain hmm. it's the brain that makes you you because right now your if you think about it your brain is just up there with that's you you're up here yeah and you're in a very organic mechanized suit like a robot right and you're just a host in this thing. If you save the brain and put it in a robot body carefully, and if they've somehow perfected that, and you come back to life, and you will be you, but you'll be in a robot body. Right. So here's my th my thought on that. Yeah. Because of the whole like belief in chakra systems and like the seven chakras, and they all go down your spine, and one of them's in the top of your head. Yeah. Yada yada. I believe the soul goes in through there and mm. it powers the body and it like powers the brain and that's why when we die everything like because uh i think it's called the macabre macabre antenna or whatever it's something yeah. that has to do with the chakras but i think when and this kind of falls under the belief that um if not god it's just an energy source out in the universe uh -huh. that we all come from um if not that, um, then we have like out of like that uh, experience where we see our past lives and are like our past as we die. Yeah. And everything like slowly fades out. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's like basically what's happening is your soul is being pulled out of the body as you die, oh. and you're relieving reliving everything from your past up until birth until you're out of your body. Yeah. And then you return. You get transported to the cosmos. You return through the antenna back to the source which then you're decided whether you're going to go back to another body or be a part of it or whatever but i mean with dmt trips or ayahuasca trips now this one i got i got so yeah like people have said they've gone places where they process souls mm -hmm. and they've talked to entities and all they're doing is processing and cleansing souls jesus to go back yeah and they've like asked to stay and they're like you can't you can't exist in this plane i guess just imagine that and be like it's like what is this place it's like it's a place where we process the souls and while we class them hey tony what what do we do with this guy he's just covered in shit his soul is just really <laughs> shitty uh just toss him with the others what was that anyways you can't be here <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i mean it makes me want to Go on actually, uh, it's it was crazy. A couple months back, uh, actually last December, last year, last year of December, 
I actually tried an edible. Did you? Yes, this was a homemade edible. Like uh, pot? No, it was yeah, it was pot, but it I think it was mixed with something else. Yeah. Um uh my old coworker gave it to me and he was like, Whatever you do it was a brownie. Yeah. And he goes, Whatever you do, do not eat this whole thing. Because it was it was a little like snack size snicker bar. And yeah. he goes like and he goes, Whatever you do, don't eat this whole thing because it will fuck you up. And I was like, Okay. And um I just I saved it in my fridge for a rainy day. And I decided when oh, it's when Bohemian Rhapsody came out. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to have the Queen well, yeah, experience. You were about that. And, you were about that. <laughs> and I ate I ate half. And I was like, Jess, you want the other half? She's like, No, it's okay. I'm like, Okay. And um, I didn't feel anything for the longest time. And right. we were watching Bohemian Rhapsody, and there was a part in the movie where they're having a meeting with their manager, and that's where everything started kicking in. Like it hit me like a fucking brick. Um, everyone was sparkly, like fucking Twilight kind of sparkly. Whoa. And when the cameras like switched to different characters, it felt like it was going three times as faster than it should be. Yeah. And the mo- and the movie became 3D to me, and it was a very surreal experience. And as I as I kept going, I the weird part is I remember everything. Yeah. And I remember the movie keep going, and there was a part where the segment in there where they're neon lights, they're going to different cities, you know, they're flying out of the screen. And it was flying at me. I was like, "Whoa, what? <laughs> this is trippy." And um, I, we, the movie was done. I don't remember half of it. I had to rewatch it. Yeah. But like, I was just like kind of freaking out. I was like, "I gotta act normal." And Jess was like, "Are you okay?" And my friend Alex, he was laughing at me because he saw how high I was. I was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Yeah, I'm fine. I just gotta, I just gotta be cool, act normal." And but Jess told me I was I was just walking really funny. They're laughing at me, and um. Just is like I'm kind of hungry. You want to go to Safeway? I'm like, yeah, it sounds great. Let's go to Safeway. And I don't remember the trip to Safeway. Yeah. I I woke up, like my consciousness. I woke up at Safeway and we were walking, but I don't remember walking. <laughs> and and I was all like, in my head, I was like, holy shit, did I say anything? Did that just looks really sad? I was like, I was like, Jess, did I say anything to you? She goes, no, you never, you never been talking to me at all. And I was like, what are you talking about? I, I swear I've been talking to you. And I blacked out again, and I woke back up, still in Safeway, and I was looking at the bacon, and just was like, right. "It's like you've been standing here for like two minutes. Are you are you fine?" I was like, "I was like, I don't know. Have I been talking to you?" She's like, "No, you haven't been talking to me." <laughs> and I was like, and I started having a panic attack. Yeah. And I was like, I started, I I felt like I was screaming the whole time, like I was like, ah, like in the store. Yeah. And I was like, Jess, am I screaming? She's like, No, you're not. But it felt like I was screaming. Yeah. I covered my mouth so I wouldn't talk or scream and I started freaking out. I was like, I gotta get to the car. And I started walking to the car and this is where it really fucking hit oh, me. Fuck. Um I actually had an out of body experience because I saw myself walking <laughs> in the frozen food section. Literally I saw myself walking in the frozen food section, covering my mouth looking around in circles i guess i don't know maybe looking for myself and i just kept it felt like an eternity walking to the exit <laughs> and, but the this is the scariest part too during that whole entire trip i i kept hearing other voices whoa yeah like i kept hearing oh, oh dude it was fucking weird like it, I, I can remember what they were saying too yeah they were like it was a bunch of like just ki- uh, kids women men 
and it was like Whoa. it was like that but like sometimes i kept hearing who is this guy i haven't seen him before who is he who is he hey can you see me can you see me what are you doing and like it was i was freaking out and then this is why i freaked out a deep voice came in and he and he was like there you are oh i found you and i was like and that's when i started freaking out that's when i started having that panic attack he yeah. goes like he goes i could see you clearly as day you better keep running because i'm gonna get you and like there's other voice voices in my head in my telling me like run the black man's coming oh. the dark man's coming run run and that's why, I, why that's why i went down the frozen food aisle and i was trying to get away and i got to the car and just gave me the keys i got to the car and i just sat there in the cold car but it wasn't cold for me and i remember just sitting there and i I got my phone out and i want to record myself yeah and i can still hear the voices like some of them saying you're safe you're safe you're safe you're okay he's like but who are you who are you i don't haven't seen you before are you human are you what are you and i was just like breathing practicing my breathing and um i recorded myself and like my breathing was weird i was like whoa it was like that but i got it recorded i could hear myself doing that yeah and um we got home and it felt like it just got me water and i'm just like holding the bottle in my mouth because it felt like i was still screaming and talking but i wasn't yeah and um i got home and just went upstairs i was like you're gonna be okay i'm like yeah i'll be fine just i just i'll be fine and i just need i just need to lay down she goes, okay, I'll just leave you be. I'll be upstairs, okay? Just come up when you can. I'm like, okay, sounds great. And I was pacing back. I remember pacing back and forth. And these people voices were still coming at me or like trying. goes, can you help me? Can you can you see me? Can, and like, it's like, hello. And they're like, I was just like pacing back and forth, covering my ears, you know, because I didn't like it. And yeah. then the deep voice came back again. He goes oh. like, and he goes like, he goes like, so there, that's where you live. And he starts oh, laughing fuck. at me. He goes like, "This is gonna be easy." And I was like, "And I was like, oh my god, oh my god." And I was, I was paranoid as fuck. And yeah. It was a bad trip. I don't, I don't know what was in that brownie, dude. But like, luckily, Jess called Nick. Yeah. And so Nick, he is like an expert at. He he takes he he's, he's an expert at kind of this kind of situation because he's yeah. done stuff. And he goes, "Hey, buddy, you okay?" And I was like, "Is this Nick?" I was like, yeah, dude, it's me. I heard you're having a bad trip. Are you all right? And I was like, no, I'm not all right. I'm not okay, dude. And he goes like, okay, 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 calm down. Tell Jess to put on YouTube, put some uh, put some nice jazzy type music, kind of soothing, and she did. And I laid down on the couch, and he goes, you laying down? I was like, yeah, okay, just listen to music and listen to my voice, okay? And I remember I felt myself coming back into my body and feeling at ease yeah and calm and i fell asleep nice and i woke up with the biggest fucking headache ever <laughs> like it was one hell of a trip yeah like i don't even know what the fuck that was i don't even know what dimension i was in well i mean you were, <laughs> the, the thing is is you were here but the problem with things that alter your mind is it opens you up fuck yeah. To everything. And so, like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's what I was like. I'm not going to have edibles. I'll smoke weed, but I will never have an edible Dude, of that kind of caliber. That now. <laughs> how, come, how come you didn't talk to any of the voices? I didn't want to. I didn't. I was scared. Should have. 
you should think yeah, yeah. Made contact with him yeah but the dark man that 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 voice scared me he was deep yeah that does sound scary dude he was his voice was deep and demonic he felt evil so just so you know if at any point you see anything dark man anything or you are encountered with that again just imagine you're looking at yourself and the dark man was you uh, <laughs> no you imagine you're looking at yourself and then you try to imagine a burning red fire around your body uh-huh. and that's supposed to keep you protected from outside entities but like if, if a ghost tries like or a spirit tries to take over your body like you imagine this flame and it can't touch you oh okay um but yeah it was just kind of weird like these people were asking for help it was all different accents and voices yeah you know and just you know it was all different genders you know just trying to make contact with me they're like just figuring out trying to who i who who was this person yeah well yeah. they could see you but you couldn't see them yeah and it, it was so fucking trippy dude it's because they could see your soul holy shit um so you think my soul left my body that's why i could see myself at one point i i'm sure i'm sure like you were j- so like coming down to the whole like antenna thing and the tr- like the spirit thing like i'm pretty sure you were probably extended out of your body but still attached uh like and a you, tether yeah and you could see yourself oh man um so me i took dom with a friend my friend ej what's dom it's a derivative of acid uh-huh and it was amazing oh. it was a great trip we see looked... see i think i think if i ever do a trip again i'd rather do it with friends yeah no that's the best way to do it yeah um so like i didn't i didn't necessarily see like fucking crazy shit like it definitely does mess with your your eyes yeah so you like everything kind of gets fuzzy and wavy a little bit Mm -hmm. but it makes the things you're watching like intense and awesome and makes everything you listen to incredible it's like you're listening to music for the first time yeah and everything tastes good uh fucking and it's it's like an 18 hour trip yeah you're tripping for 18 hours jesus christ um once it sets in and anyways um i i was so open like everything fucking made sense yeah um i picked up a leaf off the ground and i started was looking at this leaf and um i could see like the veins in it <laughs> and just the texture and i like put the leaf in my mouth <laughs> and and like they make fun of me to this day for it because uh i told them like you haven't lived life until you've licked leaf <laughs> <laughs> you haven't lived life until you've licked leaf and uh anyways uh they make fun of me for it but i feel like it's it's I don't. I don't want to say true, but like it you're was. Part, you're fucking. You're fucking Navi now. It was Avatar. A crazy experience because like I felt so connected to everything, so open to everything. Like, uh, and then I ended up driving over to Great White Buffaloes. Oh. And uh, that's the night I told her I loved her. <laughs> but then after she told me she loved me back, I was uh, like, I was like, but like a friend. Like oh, I was freaking fuck. out. I was freaking out. <laughs> Because it's a great white buffalo. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh yeah, just just like a friend. But anyways, I was like great leading her, leading her through the trip, and like I shit you not, you're not supposed to drive on it. Yeah. And I drove to her her apartment. Yeah. And the cars behind me, like I was driving under the speed limit, and there yeah. were cars behind me, and they were shifting in height and length and width. It's like. Her, her. And 
kept looking back and I was like, fuck, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And I was freaking out about that, but then I got to her house and I was fine. Yeah. And this was like near the end of the trip. The worst part was the next day, or like when I was like aware of myself the next day coming yeah. out of the trip, like nothing seemed as good because you go from being very open yeah. to closed off. Yeah. So, anyways, I figured that's a good segue. <laughs> Great White Buffalo. Now, explain <laughs> to listeners what a Great White Buffalo Before we do that, uh, it was fucking funny. It reminded me of the thing, the first time I smoked weed with Nick. Uh, he, he he let me try it out. and This is when you were in Anchorage, right? No, no, no. no. Oh. It was when he used to live here. And um, what do you call it? Ah, fuck it. I don't remember his bong. I forget. He named his bong. But yeah. Cool. Oh, Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Okay. Bonghattan, that's what Dr. he called Bong it. Dr. Bonghattan. And solid. it was pretty fucking cool. It hit me like a brick. Yeah. Um, but I didn't feel anything. And I was like, well, I got to get going, man. And I got to I gotta get going. I got I to gotta go. He goes, okay, man, cool. We, we, and while I was driving, then it hit me. I was like, I was like, whoa, this is nice. Yeah. And then I remember I looked into the, I was at a stop site, at stoplight. I don't live, I didn't live too far. Yeah, it was, it was right down the road. From and um, yeah. I remember I was at a stoplight and I looked up and I saw uh, a, an uh, airplane mm-hmm. coming in and the sunlight hit it and it was gleaming and I was like that's beautiful holy <laughs> shit and I made it home and I, I was sitting there watching Rick and Morty and I and at one point I was like I'm just I'm just this blanket feels amazing you know yeah. it, like you're right it opens you up and I touched my dick <laughs> <laughs> and it was I was like, oh, wow, and it blew my mind. Where did this come from? And it, I, I, you know, I, I charged my J.O. Crystal that day to, like, maximum overdrive, and it was I jerking off while you're super high that, that high. Oh, dude, you little bust nuts. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I remember one time I got super high, and I jerked off in the shower, and, like, not only the shower was awesome high, but jerking off, I've never come like that <laughs> right? ever. It was the like I almost fell over. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. I was I like <laughs> arm on the side of the shower. I was like, oh, oh god. <laughs> it was the fucking best. Yeah, nutting while you're high that way. I, I mean, I tried sex while high, and it is, it's like you're being sucked in. Dude, it's so good. So good. Like yeah, yeah, it's amazing. But back to your great white buffalo. Yeah, tell me. So a great white buffalo, what we call, if you watch the movie um, Hot Tub Time Machine. Yeah. A great white buffalo is a former lover or a crush that you had back when you were younger. And this was the one that you really liked a lot. And she got away. And thus they call it the great white buffalo. Uh, I have one. I'm sure everyone else has one. Yeah. Uh, my great wife, Buffalo, I'm just um, going to abbreviate. Her name is Tab. I'm not yep. saying her full name. Yep. She was like my first ever girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. And you know uh, you know that girl that um, does the photography, my friend, the really oh, yeah. attractive one? That's mine. <gasps> yeah. So I ruined that when I was a kid because like, we used to hang out all the time. And I was a like young teenager. Like, yep. 13, maybe 14. Uh, it was, like, right before high, we started high school. Elementary for me. <laughs> 12 or 13. And I said some really fucked up shit to her. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't think I ever, like, didn't say something mean to her. And, 
yeah. Like, I had a chance. She liked me. Yeah. We hung out all the time. But me being a dickheaded little kid... Ruined it. Ruined it for myself. And she's absolutely gorgeous. And you know you know how I ruined mine, though? How? I told her I loved her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, just, I was just a little kid, you know? And this was my quick first girlfriend. She was awesome. She was yeah. great. And, you know, I thought we were going somewhere. And I just said... I love you, and she was all like, "Oh, and, you know." At first, she said she loved me too, and I was really happy. Yeah, but I guess it just like I don't know. It just after that next couple of days, she just broke up with me. And then and, Zach saw her boobs. Ah, uh, that fucking, fuck, that fuck. Um, but now she's just like super political, and I'm yeah, like, and she's not looking like she's taking that good of care of herself. Yeah, the downside. Yeah, because she's. She's really attractive, but now she's becoming less attractive because, yeah, I feel like she's not she's starting to get an old lady face. Yeah, and I was just yeah. looking at it on Facebook, and I was like, "Hmm, mm. what happened, girl?" Goodbye, Buffalo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you know, you don't. You, when oh, what makes it a great white buffalo? Great white buffalo is that you don't pursue when that that type of event happens. You basically just let it go. Yeah, you let Hence, it go. Yep. So great white buffalo. Great white buffalo. Yeah. It's a good I mean, you got to You got to grow off of that to mm-hmm. find where you're at. And plus, I mean, your wife is, I feel like, is way Dude, hotter. she's super hot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. I love it. I love it. I just need to get hot now. You do? Yeah, I do. I need to get, like, fucking ripped. I mean, I find you sexy. I want I want that boner vein. The boner vein. Everyone wants the boner vein. I want vein. the boner vein that from my tummy that goes all the way down to my dick. Yeah, you got to get down really low body fat to get that. Yeah. Like, you better start dieting now for the next three years. Three years? I could do it within a week. No, I don't think so. I think so. Get a tapeworm in me? Bam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that might actually do it. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah. Where do you get tapeworms at? So that's the message. If you want to get in really good shape, but you tapeworm. don't want to put on a whole lot of muscle, get a tapeworm. Get yeah. two. Get five. Get five. The more you get, the more better results you get. Yeah. Actually, that's my fitness plan. Uh, medical thing. Don't do not do tapeworms. No, no tapeworms. All right. But we're out of time today. We'll probably talk about relationships next episode. Oh, shit. Where we fucked up on our past relationships. Sounds scary, but great. And I might talk about the time I shit my pants. <laughs> I, I've got one of those stories, too. Oh, nice. It was nice. a little shit, but. Yeah. Well, mine was bad. <laughs> But yeah, well, thank you for everyone to joining us today on our segment of this weird episode. I'll just call it random. Yeah, or we can call it uh, Encounters with the Great White Buffalo. Ooh, but towards the end of the segment. But yeah, yeah. anyways. But anyways, thank you for listening, and we will cue the outro. Cue it, bitch. Thanks for listening. Rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like what you hear or want to send us suggestions for upcoming episodes, you can reach us at Facebook, at TV, or write us at softspreadtv at gmail.com you can also follow us on youtube at and tiktok at softspreadtv intro theme you got that was written and performed and produced by halogen got that